BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Okay, uh, Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. Magazine reached out to me, said, I want to interview you, but I want to do it while you're doing your podcast, and then I'm going to put it out on my end. So it's kind of like a dual thing going on. And, yeah, uh, we pick it up right here. Ed Ryan, Radio Inc. Magazine, interviewing me while I'm on my show. So it's all like I'm talking to the audience members, and then I click over, and I'm I'm interviewed by Ed. It's all it's unique. It's, uh, I don't think I've ever done anything like this. So check it out right here, my interview with Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. Magazine. Ed, 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 Ed. Ryan, 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 Ryan. Bring Ed in here. He's probably doing his intro right now with his audience. So this this is going to go transition from Eric Zane telling people nasty things on the show to being interviewed by Ed Ryan from Radio Inc. Okay, and then I'll be back to finish the show. But you can enjoy this too. So here you go. We're going to pull back the curtain with Ed Ryan. Steve Dahl is doing great with the podcast now. It's a long list of uh, uh, speakers and interviews that kicks off on Tuesday. There's still time to register. All you need to go is go to the Radio Inc. website, and you'll see a box on the right-hand side of the Radio Inc. site, and you will be able to register there. It starts on Tuesday, and it runs Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. So we want you to uh, register for those three days. The first day is going to be kind of um, – uh, like a uh, beginner's day where we teach you about uh, hosting and good equipment and uh, editing and all the basics to get things out of the way so that you can make money podcasting. And then on Wednesday and Thursday, we have a great lineup of guests that are uh, that are planned there. So uh, go over to the Radio Wink website and uh, check it out and register there. Uh, and right now, I want to introduce our guest for today. He's a uh, former radio host, and now he is a podcaster. So we're going to try and do some crazy technology deal here. Um, we're going to share each other's screens because right now uh, Eric Zane is also on the air doing his podcast from above his garage. And here we go. I think we might have everything set up. All I need to do now is turn on Eric's um, volume. Eric, how are you? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you fine. Can you hear me, Ed? Yes, I hear you loud and clear, except for I see myself twice there in the uh, in the screen so i'm gonna just try to play around here a little bit so eric why don't you first give us a little background on your uh, on your radio history before you got to the podcast well um i'm old so you know it goes back to um 
toiling and trying for $5 an hour on rock radio stations on the overnight on the weekend. And, um, you know, I, I playing DJ got a little boring for me. And so I went back to school for something entirely different. And then I was going to branch off into the career field that I studied. And then somebody said, Hey, why don't you try mornings? So I was like, okay, I'll try it. And then that led to one thing leading to another typical radio story and, uh, making my way through the industry. And, um, yeah, I, I, I took that about as far as it could go until um, I wasn't allowed to play anymore. And uh, uh, I, I'm brushing over a lot of the details. I mm-hmm. ended up I ended up uh, getting with a very, very famous, excellent show called Free Beer and Hot Wings. And uh, we all kind of hit it off. And uh, we um, made our way through the industry, kind of figuring things out as we went. And then there was a series of unbelievable circumstances that led to our show being circ- uh, syndicated. And... Mm-hmm. It's one of the craziest stories ever, Ed, um, of how that show came to be, because we were quite literally finding our way working in New Jersey for a company known as Nassau Broadcasting. Okay, and they had us on two stations in New Jersey. So we were kind of like one one station on the Jersey Shore. The other one was in Trenton, Philadelphia. Um, And we kind of simulcasted it. We weren't making any money or anything like that. Grand Rapids, Michigan comes calling. WGRD says, hey, we want you to do the show here. So this is our home state. Greg, Chris, Eric. Oh, my God. Well, a a lot of craziness. That is a whole other show about how that came to be. But we ended up being able to do it. And then the stations in New Jersey where they didn't want us to leave, they said, let us continue to carry your show um, like you've already been doing. Mm -hmm. And then... um, well, we'll try to find another morning show. Well, okay, great. We did that. And um, then after a period of time, it worked. And they said, we're, we're going to keep it going. We're like, oh, my God, we're like a syndicated show now. So with a lot of wonderment and, and uh, just, just excitement, then the show started to take off in Grand Rapids because of one move by a very brilliant uh, general manager by the name of Phil Catlett, who in a re- very rare move, he said, I want you to stop playing music. Because we're playing music and not really taking off. But he said, I think you can pick and choose audience members from different formats with the show. So slowly but surely, we started to boil the frog. And over a period of time, <laughs> we eliminated the music. And no one said a word. In fact, we did, we did it without talking to the other two stations, which was a different management team, a different company. We didn't even tell them we were doing it. And eventually, we were just not playing music. And it worked, it worked marvelously. No one said a word. And um, then the show took off in Grand Rapids. The station, Nassau Broadcasting, put us on in Portland, Maine, and then uh, in Concord Lakes region of New Hampshire. And then we're, we're syndicated. Well, um, okay, that was awesome. Peter Kosan, years later, comes a calling, says, I want to be your syndicator. We were his first show at Compass Media to be syndicated. He didn't even have an office. He had a briefcase. He visited us in Grand Rapids, says, I want to syndicate your show. He, and it, it took off, man. It was it was absolutely spectacular. It was one of the uh, I, I look back on that with um, with excitement. I'm excited just telling you the story about it, even though it ended up I ended up getting fired from those guys. It was awesome, and that excitement I still am very very proud of those days. And uh, eventually, though, things got wonky, and <laughs> I had to go. That was it. You're out. And then I'm like, oh, what do I do now? Stayed in radio for about two years at a crosstown station, WBBL. Uh, nobody listened, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing the show, different setup, because I'm now leading a show. I had this really sweet guy named Ben with me. Ben Glaze is his name, and we tried as hard as we could, but 
That was it. Didn't work. You're out. Two days after I got fired, I was fired on January 4, 2020, 2019. And then January 6, from this spot in an unfinished room, I podcasted. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing it ever since. Now, one of the things I was reading about uh, from a story in a newspaper in Grand, I guess, I guess it was in Grand Rapids or somewhere close by, is that you you kind of uh, admitted it was time for you to go. You weren't you weren't meshing anymore, and you maybe had some issues you had to deal with, and you were very open about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I and I thank you for reaching out at that time with that article. That was huge. Um, I don't get along well with people in a work setting. I'll just say it right now. I I have I marched to the beat of me. And uh, beat my own drummer, and I I don't I yell at people. Shut up! What do you you know? That's me, and uh, I I kind of just call it as I see it. If I don't like something, I usually fly off the handle. That's a little bit better now because, like you said, dealing with it, I've um, you know I've I've as I've gotten older, I've figured out that I gotta I gotta figure this out. I mean, I, I can't say that now it would be the same way if I was in a a work environment for whatever reason. I think I'd, I think my nose has been rubbed in it enough that I would probably bite my tongue more nowadays. So I think in two and a half years, uh, I'm medicated now. It's all good. You know, I've, I've, I've learned a lot. Now, do you uh, talk to the old guys from the show at all? No, no, it, it, it didn't work out. It, uh, whatever, you know, one of those things where we kind of just, it, there was a time a year ago when it was starting to click, just some nice things happened, and I'm thankful for them. My, my mother passed. Uh, they reached out and offered their condolences. There was some personal things on their end. I reached out and offered my thoughts on it, and I felt good about that. But over time, I just, uh, just kind of – it just kind of had to let it go. Got it. So are you done with radio? Uh, or if somebody came calling and wanted to put you on the morning show, would you pack up the garage there and, and head back to the studio? Yes. Uh, I, I, t- I tell you what, I'll go halfway. I would, but I wouldn't stop doing this. Um, if I could, if they said you have to stop doing the show to be on our radio station. No, I wouldn't do that. This is my primary. Now I've been building this for two and a half years. That would be an accessory to this. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd do it as long as it didn't infringe on this. I, I, I have a very staunch, um, supportive audience who they, they built me the studio. They have put me on their backs and I would never, ever abandon that. Um, uh, of course, now, if, if Howard Stern called me and said I'm retired and, uh, you know, uh, I want you to take over for me, I would have to they would probably encourage me to do that. But we all know that that's not going to happen. So, um <laughs> Maybe for the summers it would, but uh, for for those that are yeah for those that are listening on our podcast uh, and not seeing the video, Eric is using Restream for his uh, video broadcast. We're using Streamyard and we're out on Facebook and YouTube live. I'm watching some of the comments from your uh, listeners. They talk a lot about frogs for some reason. Is there some kind of inside joke with your viewers and listeners about frogs that that I don't know about? I, I don't know. I'm not sure right. what the hell they're talking about. You know what? I, the, these people, you got to understand, it, it, it's quite a dynamic. Because when you're doing a show with the real-time comments coming in, they're all a little trolly, you know? Yeah. So they, they, they have that tendency. So, 
We, uh, we, for those that on your end that don't know what Radio Inc. is, it's the trade publication for the radio industry. I saw somebody post, uh, uh, what is Radio Inc.? And the magazine is a print, still one of the few print publications that still goes out. It goes out to all the radio stations, and we do daily headlines, and we basically talk inside baseball to the radio industry. And, and do profiles like what we're doing uh, with Eric. We had uh, Adam Curry on our last cover because we're doing a lot with podcasting now, and we're doing a podcasting conference next week. And the podcasting conference next week is uh, all about um, making money, which is really what I wanted to talk to you about now uh, with your show. You know, when you're going into a radio studio, you have a salary, you have um, you know, benefits. If if you're with a good company, you have benefits, uh, maybe even a 401k. And, and you know, yeah, the, the hours might be long because you have to do production after your shift, but you feel kind of secure. When you start a podcast, you're really on your own. You don't have anything and you have to make a living out of it. So how are you doing it? Um, well, to start, um, the hours don't change. You do still work very, very long, hard hours, but it is possible. I will say that I'm very fortunate because being on a heritage show for as long as I was and being that it was syndicated, I had a built-in footprint. Not everybody has that advantage, um, but there are people that do have that. They, you might be on a popular radio show. Who has a great audience? And, you know, uh, unfortunately, the nature of the beast, sometimes the hardest working, most successful radio person can find themselves out of a job. And that sucks. However, uh, in this day and age, especially for that person, I'm not saying that it can't be done for the person who doesn't have a big audience footprint. It sure can. Um, but it, uh, I can only relate to what I experience. And not that what I have is through the roof, gigantic, but it doesn't matter. It is able to sustain me. And I, I've been able to do this for a living with just this during a pandemic. Uh, keep the dog vet bills at bay, um, support my family um, and, and keep a roof over my head. And that's honestly in, uh, what I'm looking to do. So how does that happen? I uh, basically just treated this like a radio station. Um, all I need is a microphone a few hundred dollars worth of equipment, not that much at all. My setup is very, very basic. And then consistency. Um, and I had it set up where, like when I started, uh, Ed, I did suspect the writing was on the wall a few months ahead of time. So I set up the website, I set up t-shirt sales, and um, I set up a Patreon account, which is essentially a paywall. And Patreon is actually pretty good, in my opinion, because they really take care of everything for you. It's a good platform. They take a small percentage of it. And it's a it's a it's an easy way to get a quick infusion of cash. So when I started on that January 6, 2019, I was just kind of here. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I did have those things set up with infrastructure. So right away I'm selling T-shirts and right away I'm doing Patreon. That mm -hmm. allowed me to get me a couple of months of money enough to I didn't have to do anything like to earn a dime, but I said, I'm not going to stop there. And in fact, the first week, I didn't even think I was going to be doing this daily, but there was enough of uh, a level of support from the audience. I said, Hey, you know what? Let's do this. Let's not get a job. Cause I was going to sell motorhomes. Honestly, I was going to sell RVs and do this like for fun. Mm -hmm. I said, Screw that. Let's go and actually make it like a viable thing. I was also blessed because some sponsors reached out before I even picked up the phone and said, we want to be in the podcast. I'm like, okay, now we're good. Now we're cooking. So then I was like, okay, I got a couple of months income where I can survive. And then now um, those Patreon numbers are going to fall. First, I was like, oh, they're going to go sky high. I'm going to make millions of dollars. That doesn't happen. They drop off. 
Uh, and truth be told, the podcast sucked then, in my opinion. I didn't have any chops about how to do this. Monologuing for two hours is not easy. Oh, okay? for sure. For sure. So I was like, you know, talking in a room and there's awkward moments and, you know, silence and it's, it's bad, you know. And you, when you don't have it figured out, it, it's it, so it dropped off. People are like, ah, OK, I, I helped out. But and I thank them for that. And then, you know, every so often I piss somebody off. So pe- more people leave. So uh, and then it finally leveled off. OK, it leveled off at a point that was OK, great. Uh, now I'm going to put sponsors behind this. And that's who's behind me. This wall's filled up with all these si- all the signage. And, I, and I, I, I put a price tag on all this. I put a price tag on everything. I put a price tag on minutes viewed on Facebook, minutes viewed on YouTube and Twitter uh, analytics for my download of my podcast. I do um, dynamic ad placement with my platform. I get I get uh, I have the, the the Lowe's ads in the Home Depot and I'm not even that big. There are uh, podcasting platforms uh, who you don't have to be big to get the, that type of ad placement. So I'm selling local direct because about 35% of my audience is right here in West Michigan. So I bang on doors on the back half of the day. I sell it out of my car. I, I, I cold call. I do all the same things that sales reps did at radio stations, except I do it. The interesting thing is all those years in radio, when the sales rep comes in and says, Hey, I can't sell your show. You're too dirty. You're controversial. And you shrug. Oh, darn. That's, that's bad. And you feel bad about yourself. Well, that, uh, that's BS um, because I, I'm a hell, a hell of a lot more controversial now telling people what I think on this with no restrictions. And I'm, I'm selling the hell out of this thing. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not an issue at all. That's been, honestly, I swear to God, that has not been a hard part of this because I can bang on a door and tell people exactly what I do, what to expect. And here's what I'm bringing. And they go, all right, let's give it a try. And these signs have stayed up behind me because it, it, it works. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. When you said you're selling Facebook minutes, tell me what you mean by that. Okay. Uh, you, you go into creator studio and then it says insights. You click on that and you can break down minutes viewed. Um, it's big. It's a, it's a big, healthy number. And that's all they care about. Is that, who are you selling that to? Whoever's interested. So okay. if, if I, I, I give them, I print out one sheets, actual pieces of paper with logos and graphics, just like you did at a radio station and say, here you go. And you make it simple. Here's the numbers. This is what I have for you. And I just give them that. I don't assume anything. I don't send them pricing with it. I just, I just say, Hey, this, if you're interested, let me know. And I can give you, I can put a price tag on that. And I sell it, it for uh, cents on the dollar of radio. The reach is just as far. And um, my, some of these people are moms and pops. They don't have any money. Right. And I, and I, I don't, I, I make a killing on it because I don't share it with anyone where a salesperson 
you know, they're hoping for they're hoping for the thirty thousand dollar ad buy to get a few hundred bucks. Right. You know, I'm putting people in marketing plans for a a fraction of that. Yeah. And I make 10 times what a radio salesperson would make. Right. And you're not sharing it with anybody either. It's not going into anybody else's pocket, but your own, which is, which is great. Now, um, the other thing that's great too for the local advertisers is you know these you can look as as i'm reading your trolls uh post things up there my wife and i do a podcast on saturday morning called beach talk radio so we have the same we have the same thing going on you know it's hard to keep your eyes off the the people that are watching this is your this is your p1 audience these are your loyal followers there with you all the time and basically they're having conversations off on their own half the time not even paying attention to the show so i get that but They'll also go into those local stores and buy those products and mention your show. Oh yeah, they're the they are the backbone. I they they have uh, carte blanche to say all that stuff and do all all that stuff. And I, I sometimes engage them. Like I'll, I'll look at whatever what moron is saying, and uh, you know we we have that interaction, the give and take. That's my that's my let's go to the phones. You know, right, and I, right, right. And on, honestly, it was so distracting to me that I used to have a sign on the camera that you can't see that said, don't look at comments because there's nothing worse than a podcast when a person like right now, I'm looking right into your eyes and I know that that's a winner. If, if I suddenly look down and I'm reading yeah. and it's silent, it sucks. So <laughs> And I say to them, trolls in the nicest possible way. I only mean that in a positive way. So no, I don't want anyone, I don't want any one of your people to get offended. So you mentioned uh, Patreon before. How many do you have? I went on the Patreon page and I didn't see a number there. A lot of the Patreons that are at the top level are making uh, a crazy amounts of wheelbarrows full of money. So how many do you have? Uh, well, you know, it it uh, peaked at four hundred and fifty. Nice. And and uh, that was like I said, that was enough to give me a and it's five or ten bucks a month. And um, so I try to put a lot on there, but it, it drops significantly. We're sitting at 300 and, and uh, but it's been steady and that's enough that, like I said, that's a, that's a huge thing for me. They are the number one audience that keeps my house payment paid, which is what I told you in an earlier conversation. Well, I mean, if you tell anybody that, Hey, you, you get a free house from these people because you talk into a microphone. Crazy. Yeah. I'll do that all damn day. And the rest, I just, you know, I'm constantly pushing the Patreon and I put a lot on there. Like I do a, when I get done every day, I do an additional podcast. So that's five of those. I put old stuff from the radio from another, when I used to work in radio up there, I do, um, I do a separate podcast with Ben Glaze, who is my old radio host. And, um, it, it, it just allows so much flexibility. Um, and I, I, I can't stress enough how important that is. Right now, the um, so you got the Patreon, you got the advertising, you're selling the Facebook minutes. So, you, you know, you're you're doing you're doing a, a bunch of different things to try and create revenue. Uh, what are you doing for marketing to get your name out there? Or is it already out there from all the radio days? Uh, there's plenty of ways to do it. And it's remarkable but because uh, I, I'm giving up all my secrets. But a good podcaster will do that because the reason why is because. First of all, you got to get on other shows. And I and on this platform that I have, it's called Red Circle. I'll let you in on, uh, they approached me and they said, hey, uh, I was on an old pl- uh, platform called Audio Boom, which became a little bit antiquated. And uh, Red Circle says, we'd love to talk to you about your podcast. I go, well, you know, I mean, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm uh, uh, 10, 15,000 downloads a week. Uh, what, what would you want with me? And they go, we have lots of shows just like yours, but a lot smaller that are actually making ad revenue. I'm like, what? So I, I, I had them tell me, I, I'm actually 
plugging them and pitching them. They pitched me and they go, you don't have to do anything different. We're just going to put dynamic ads at the beginning of your podcast. And uh, we're going to give you money for that. I go, I don't have to do anything else. No. Okay, great. They also have a thing called a cross promotion. There's thousands of other shows in this platform. You reach out to them and you, uh, you can put an ad on their show. So I record a, a 30 or a 60 and mm. I'm like, Hey, this is, I, I know you love listening to the so-and-so show, but check out my show. And uh, this is what I do that shows up on their show. And then I play their ad on my show. It's really great. And uh, they, this uh, red circle has taken the idea of podcasting in the platform and made it so that more power is in the creator. And I I'm really thankful for them. So they're, they're you know, a- excellent. I, I've never heard of Red Circle, so I'll definitely have to reach out to them and see uh, see if we can get them uh, on one of our Friday uh, interviews. It sounds like an yeah. interesting concept to get out there more. There are a couple of uh, 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 tech wizards in L.A. who came mm-hmm. up with the platform, and it's oh man, it is a winner. I'm really really happy with that with that platform. I was just invited to a pool party by one of your listeners there. So that's, uh, I, I can't stop. I can't, I can't stop watching the comments, but, uh, that's so, okay. Yeah. So I hear you're uh, getting ready to run a marathon. Is that correct? Yeah, I do. I do a lot of charity and promotions on the podcast. I do everything a radio station would do. I've been near and dear to the AT children's project. And, um, for years on the radio, that was always kind of it. And so, you know, I, I do these types of things similar to radio. A friend of mine and a listener named Mike Ball, uh, we he challenged me to the Grand Rapids Marathon, actually the half marathon. And so I've been I've been disgustingly out of shape for some time. So I accepted the challenge. The race is October 17th. We're attaching a website to a uh, fundraising website for AT Children's Project. And uh, people are going to you know, pick the winner. They got to donate $25, pick the winner. And whoever wins with the mar- biggest margin of victory or whatever picks the time right, uh, you know, get prizes. Typical radio station type of thing, warm and fuzzy. And mm-hmm. it, it's awesome. It's, it's really it's something I'm looking forward to. Cool. So anything else you want uh, the Radio Inc. audience to know about how you transformed yourself from a successful radio host to a, uh, a podcaster uh, in your in your garage, in your above your garage, um, you know, I th- I think it was all kind of that uh, hustle and grind mentality. Um, I I I didn't really shy away from that. Um, I th- I'm thankful that my wife helped me through it, and the audience, and the medicine, because I'd have had so much anxiety, I wouldn't have made it through. But I don't know. I think I think the uh, there was something about that struggle, and there still is, because I I have to work very hard being one man show, but I love it, man. And I think that I'm very fortunate to have this tech setup to be able to do it. Cause you know, 20 years ago, Ed radio people just wither away and they die. They don't have mm-hmm. any place, they have any outlet and they're, they're dependent upon whatever radio company to put them on. So, you know, uh, use that to your advantage. And I think if any radio person is, is smart, Establish your platform, build it ahead of time. So there's no, there's no drop off. If the, if something bad happens, you can get right after it. There is a place for you. And if anybody in the radio industry ever wants to reach out to me, I'd love to walk you through it. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I can very easily do that. Just reach out Eric at Eric And, um, you know, I, I, you know, be happy to walk you through it. And to answer your, uh, your, your trolls question, I can do a hundred in less than a minute. So, um, <laughs> I'll probably tell you what that is later. So the uh, the last question, Eric, is exactly how much money are you making from the show? Okay. Um, 
I'll give you this. I'm not going to tell you exactly. Come on now. Just between us. <laughs> you bastard. Uh, when my last year on WBBL, uh, Cumulus, they had cut my pay in half. No like kidding. I signed with a certain amount of money, and then I was like, all right. And then they actually cut it in half. And I'll, I'll go this far with you because I shared this with the audience. Um, last year, I grinded. I mean, I worked and worked and worked, sweating it. Oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, and, and um, it wasn't until tax time when I, I, you know, you have to add up how much you made. And I went, holy crap. And I did the math again. I made 20,000 more than my last contract with BBL, which it wasn't that great of a contract, but I was immensely proud of that because I said, oh my God, you know, yeah. that was, that was a big win nice. for me. Cause that was, it's kind of like, oh man, you, and I had no idea. And that's, I think part of it. D- don't look at any numbers, just go, go, go. Don't waste your time on anything. Just Sell the hell out of it and, and and focus on it, you know? All right, Eric. Always great talking to you. Appreciate your time, man. Have a great show. And uh, tell your folks there, I said uh, it was great talking to them. And uh, not your real folks, your your folks in the control oh, yeah. room there. So, oh, uh, yeah. They're, 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 in fact, I'm having a pool party this weekend, a, a Zaniac appreciation party at my house. Audience nice. are coming over. So it's going to nice. be great. All right. All right. Eric Zane, everybody. And it's the Zane show, Eric Zane show podcast. Check it out. He's, he's a really cool guy and the show is awesome. Sitting in front of a microphone for that long is not easy to do. And we appreciate his time very much. Eric Zane, the Eric Zane show podcast. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at Bet MGM, simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code old line 150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.